Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. It's Big Puppy over here. We're <laughs> coming at you with a dad joke. I love it. Come on, Big Puppy. Uh, what do you call someone with nobody and no nose? What? Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, I do like that one. That is good. That's a good dad good, joke. I'm glad you liked it. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. Really if you want something more specific, feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, 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 Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the Two, two Drunk, drunk Accountants. accountants. <laughs> I started high and went low. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going uh, deep. You're going yeah. the deep with that one. Yeah. Oh, how about this, Tim? Uh, what, what is, is the, the Tim, Tim and Danlo? What is the Tim and Danlo? Danlo. <laughs> Added a little bit of flair at the end there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Just experimenting. <laughs> uh, how was your week since last week, Tim? Very good. We had the long weekend. Long weekend. We got to see Boy and Bear. Yes. We were both at that concert. We did. It was awesome. It was great. Love Boy and Bear. Very good. Great band. Sound so awesome live. So good. Singer, great. Yeah. How good is his Bass voice? player, great. Guitarist, The bass great. player's name's Tim. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you threw six degrees of separation. Have an awareness of Tim. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 strange. Yeah. I think he's friends of a friend of a friend. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, maybe but, we'll get him on the podcast. Yeah. But legend. Love his bass lines. Love how cool he's just standing there, just yeah. like ripping away at these lines that don't need to be as fancy as they are. And he sings. Yeah. As well. he's they great. all sing. They're all on a microphone. They're all great. That's the best part about the, the harmonics. Boy and Bear. Bunch of legends. We always harp on about yeah. Boy and Bear, don't we? What one day, ledge. one day they'll they'll be on the show. They are great. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, the grand finals. Grand. Did you watch both? I did. Yep. I did. And they were both really good. Yeah. I watched the AFL grand final. Did you like um, it? It was good. Yeah. I good think, game. Good game. I think uh, very close game. Very upset. I wanted Brisbane to win. Yeah. No one want wanted Collingwood to win other than Collingwood fans. supporters. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. <sighs> But uh, yeah. Brisbane, oh, it's so close. Just right no. at the end there. It's upsetting. But um, and, right. and the same with the NRL as well. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. If you're a Broncos fan. If you're I a Queenslander right now, you're yeah. probably upset. Just reeling. Yeah. You're just reeling. You had the potential to come in with a rare double double code uh, title. But Well, you can't have everything, can you? You can have all the sunshine and the nice <laughs> beaches. <laughs> Beautiful tans. Yes. Can't have the... Footy teams can only come second. Can't have the trophies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was good. Grand finals were good. Uh, it was really hot, actually. Went to the beach for a few hours on uh, on Sunday. Mm. And I went on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Went twice. Uh, in the last week, Dan, I also discovered... Mm. The number one stock that you should be investing in. Oh, all right. Now, I'm going to, that's a little bit of clickbait. This advice is general in nature. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell everyone the number one stock they should be buying. Okay. That's going to make them a fortune. I need to know right Later now. in the podcast. Later on the, oh. <laughs> I'm keeping them hanging. You're throwing in a, a, a lead here. Yeah. Just remind me later. I love this. The number one stock. Yes. That you should purchase. This is great. Uh, I'm so glad you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was it. That's, uh, I've recently discovered that I've been giving out too much personal information on this podcast. And, um, and why not keep it going? Yeah. And then, and people are listening and coming back to me and being like, oh yeah. But are they listening? you paid for a dating app. <laughs> Loser. 
<laughs> that was literally brought up today in a team meeting. Yeah, actually, that's something we should talk about. Uh, we did some personality tests today. Yes. Let's talk did. about our personality types. Right, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So what, what were you, Tim? You, you're a, you're a fence sitter. Yeah, I know. So I had threes. Uh, basically, you have to indicate A or B to all these questions. Yep. And then you add them up. Mm. Um, and it'll give you out of eight different categories. And uh, it'll weigh them out of yep. six. Yep. And well, then four you- categories... Um, there's two, two, types two, two types for each. And then you become uh, one of 16 personalities. You may have done this, dear listeners. Yeah. You may have done the 16 personalities test. So out of, you know, so if mm. you have one category, two options, mm. Dan, you had a couple of sixes, which meant that you were- I was definitively my category. Yeah, you were like answering very succinctly in one way, in one fashion. I had, uh, if out of my four choices mm. uh, i had two sixes and two fives that's hectic yeah. because i had one five one four yeah. two threes yeah. which meant of two of the categories the two options for each mm. i was sitting on the fence you could flip-flop yeah which you know when i mm. looked into the different variations that then gave me my personality i was like yeah actually that's pretty yeah, it did pretty, hmm. i have a bit of all of that so actually. W- what were you um, I, I forget exactly how it's or what the letters were. It yeah. was E. Yep. Um, it was extroverted. extroverted. Yep. Um, and then that's where I basically, and I think E-N-F-S, um, I believe okay. it was. So that means that you are extroverted. Uh, you are use your intuition yeah. uh, rather than your thinking. Yeah. Uh, Feel. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. Well, let, me, let me just look this up. I'll look, I'll Let's look, it, look up. it up. Just pause for a second. Yep. Um, but it was in line and, you know, you were actually more across that. You knew exactly what your um, personality type was mm. um, four, four or five years ago. And you're like, oh, mine's the same. Yeah. Four or five years ago. Uh, there we go. ENF. Yeah. ENFJ. Sorry. Yep. ENFJ. ENFJ. So that meant, Tim, mm. that you are the protagonist. You're extroverted, intuitive, feeling and judging. <laughs> oh, so judgy. Yeah. yeah. What a, what a crazy... Actually, you know what? There's a whole category here on how that makes you a, as a parenthood. Wow. Read it. Read, let's just read a little bit of this. All right. Uh, they bring all their gifts to raising children, including their compassion, their resolve, mm. and even their leadership skills. Wow. You are guided by a deep sense of purpose with your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah, there you go. That is very, very interesting. You want them to be their best selves. Yeah. Great expectations. You have high standards for your children. Oh, no. <laughs> but you are a Sorry, bedrock of support. There you go. Yeah. Sensitivity. That's from the sensitivity. Yeah. Seriously, it's actually super interesting and it's good to do as a team. Yeah. Um, we really should have done it a long time ago. We should honest. have. And, uh, so, Dan, what about you? Uh, I, I was what's known as the architect. I was an INTJ. INTJ. Introverted, intuitive, thinking, and judging. Yeah. So we overlap on a couple of things. Yeah. But essentially, uh, yeah, it just meant that I, I think a lot. Really? You think a lot. Um, it's funny because Jade, my wife, has the same personality. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me? Both so, your wives. Yeah, yeah my work wife and my... Uh, we my looked own. at your parenthood. Let's look at my romantic relationship, shall we? <laughs> yeah, yes. Architects value depth, intelligence, and unmitigating honesty. For them, a relationship that isn't founded on these values isn't worth pursuing. Wow. This might be, this might be why you're so picky, Dan. Maybe. <laughs> uh, isn't known for conventional shows of romance, such as sending flowers or writing mushy notes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They spend more time thinking about it. Yeah, think about it. 
Yeah. Love is yeah. not easy. It's a challenge. But it's a challenge in the, it that can help you grow. personally grow. You're in a great state of growth right now, Dan. Basically, Look, I just need some love. In five I? years, we should do this again. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be an architect. I think you're going to be close to it. I think... You will have grown from the, the new love. Yeah, well, I think, you know, you don't, I think all of these, you know, that's if that happens, uh, I think all, <laughs> all of these, um, I might just analyze it too much and just not do it. But um, I think all of these are meant to be an indicator. Yeah. But we do have other sides to nah, us. Like exactly. I, I am introverted, like, but I'm yeah. also extroverted. Yeah, you can play music on a stage and have. I, and I can very easily go into a room and talk to a lot of people, exactly. but yeah. it isn't my natural state. Yeah, I think. exactly. exactly. Um, it's just more what you probably revert to when you're being comfortable. Exactly. Or like if you're tired or, mm. yeah, it's like your base state. Yeah. You can push yourself in other ways. Yeah, exactly. I, I did see um, another site, Tim, that said famous people who uh, fall into these categories and yours was people like Bono. Oprah. Oprah and some other like famous uh, leaders. Who are in your stand? Um, like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Stephen Hawking. Karl Oppen- Marx. O- Karl Marx, Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> All do great, uh, great things yeah. potentially. Just th- interesting. That little cartoon there on the screen right now under the architect is Einstein. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's a uh, little personality information about doing, us. It's worth doing yeah. and uh, makes you... Last week we had Freddie Bennett on the yeah. podcast. This really does make you kind of reflect on some of your weaknesses and your personality as yeah, well. That you definitely. could maybe be mindful of. You don't yeah. have to try and hide them. No. Just be mindful of Just them. Just be mindful yeah. of... Yeah, actually that is a very good point. Last week we spoke about we need to identify our weaknesses. Mm. So yeah, weaknesses um, from those personality tests might make it a little bit easier to yeah. understand like, oh yeah, I do do that. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah. bad habit of mine. Yeah, yes. I do lean more towards a logical answer rather than an emotional one when yes. I'm trying to help someone. Yes. And it's like, oh, that might make them feel shit. Yeah, well, I do yeah. want to please everyone. Yeah. yeah, I want everyone in the room to be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the expense of the outcome yeah. sometimes. Yeah, which is, uh, you're yeah. all guilty of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's, why don't we move on to um, the business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank mm. you, Cats Accountants, for sponsoring the business update of the podcast this week. <laughs> um, a couple of things. One, interest rates stayed, stayed steady again mm. for another month. There's some rumors that they might put it up one more yep. before Christmas. Okay. But I guess that just depends on what, what figures look like. Inflation. House prices know. are still going up. Yeah. yeah, who knows what's going on with that, yeah. with that bubble. Mind of their Am own. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Capital gains don't need to cause no strains. <laughs> the headline from the ATO, Jim. I, I do like the uh, rhyming nature. That is good. Of that headline. Yeah. They don't need to cause strains. Yes. Uh, it sounds like a country song. Maybe we should write a country oh song. Oh my God. Capital yes. gains don't cause no strains. <laughs> oh my God. By the two drunk accounts. Um, whip the banjo out there. Yeah. I, I might come back next week with a song. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, so the ATO basically have issued a reminder to everyone this, this, uh, this week that uh, just don't forget about capital gains tax <laughs> when you sell an asset, which is them it's, basically it's, saying, hey, we know you're selling your crypto yeah. and your shares and your houses and you're not putting that in your tax return. It doesn't return. need to cause strain yeah by forgetting it by forgetting it which we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt in this mm. uh concept here we're going to yeah. think you're doing it accidentally exactly not on purpose not on purpose and you know how you said that uh that place was your primary residence just think about that 
Yeah, so really, that's the really interesting one. Mm. They're, they're talking about Airbnb and stays there. And mm. uh, we've we've done episodes on this, Dan. We have. And it is a complex area, CGT. People think because they live in it, it's their home, mm. the main residence, that even if they Airbnb it, they don't have to pay tax on it when R- they sell wrong. it. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Which is kind of fair enough because there's that whole rule of you can move out of your main residence, mm. rent out your home mm. for up to six years. Yeah. And not pay capital gains tax. But if you rent out a room of your house... Different. Different. You're producing income. Yeah. So... Exactly. Yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a lot of people who um, could be caught up there. Uh, and, the, and the gain will be very small. The gain will be small. But the thing that you, you might not realize, listeners, like, yeah, right, whatever. Mm. Yeah, that's the case, but I'm not going to do it. All these places actually now need to report to the ATO of what income you're earning. The so ATO would 100% know every property that's been rented out on Airbnb or yep. stays. And yeah. we're seeing information pop up on people's um, pre-fill from the ATO that mm. says, hey, this person held cryptocurrency this year mm. or this person sold this house this year. They've got so much info. They know. Yeah. So just factor it in when you're thinking about selling assets that you will owe tax. And if you're not going to earn enough from that asset... Um, after you pay tax, then you might need to hold it longer or you might need to reconsider your investments. So uh, just remember that, everybody. Capital gains mm. don't cause no strains. <laughs> Tim, you got a Titus tip? Uh, I do. This might be the time, you know, sort of the opposite of saving money. Mm. How do we make money? Oh, wow. Investing in stocks. Okay. So is this so the number we, one stock? Are we, we coming back? Now. We're yeah, we're going to circle around now. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, so number one stock yeah this is sort is of is this going to be something lame like it's yourself oh fuck Dan you just ruined it <laughs> <laughs> it is Dan it is the number one thing you should invest in uh, you only live I once <laughs> you only live once Dan alright so here's a few things I've recently gone out and done to invest in myself Dan okay yeah. um, we hired a cleaner yep because Chad and I are quite busy people. We have a mm. child now. Mm. And you know what's weird about that? You also end up tidying your house mm. when you have a cleaner. That is you the way. You tidy up mm. for the cleaner. Yep. And there's a difference between cleaning and tidying. Mm-hmm. Because tidying is putting away things. Yeah. It's like picking up things off the floor. Mm. Cleaning is doing a mop yeah. on the floor. Uh, and that is definitely something which I wasn't getting to. So it's weird by investing in yourself. Mm. You then put the extra effort in to tidy up and clean more regularly. It's uh, it's amazing stuff. So I want to extrapolate that out as well. Mm. Invest in yourself with a personal trainer. Yeah, because G- gym membership. The investment in itself mm. will force you to go and train. Yep. I was speaking to Angie from our team today. Mm. She's investing in herself mm. in a gym that has a crash. Great, and she's great stuff. In, she's booked in her mm. um, son to be minded at the crash. Mm. And that makes her go. She's mm. like, I, uh, you know, I get to the day. I don't want to go, but I've booked. Yeah. So I have to go because there's only limited spaces. That is a great idea. Brilliant. Uh, lots of other areas you could be doing this doing this with. Buy yourself a new pair of joggers. I know yeah, Freddie yeah. Bennett said, you know, don't be that person that buys yeah, yourself yeah. joggers. So, but it really does. Yeah. Know, once you get those new joggers, you're definitely going for a run, right? Absolutely. You don't you don't you know, have to sustain go that. To waste. You don't have to sustain yeah. that, but you're going to want to run yeah. those those new hawkers in, yeah. right? Exactly. Or Brooks. Or- Buy... Um, Buy some fresh fruit and veg. Buy some fresh. Exactly. How often do you go out and buy mm. a $20 cocktail? Mm. But then you balk at the price of organic vegetables. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh, I've got blueberries, but $5 a punnet. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at the bloody pub buying beers at $10. Yeah. $10 I'm, dying, I'm buying a $12 <laughs> ginger beer schooner. <laughs> but That's I balk fine. at the price of yeah. 
a 100 of blueberries, which is <laughs> full of vitality and health. What's that, Cosmo? 25? That seems right. Yeah, that's, that's that seems right. Yeah, you're, you're willing to splurge on the, yeah. those bad things for you. Mm. But like things that are healthy and good mm. for you. So invest in yourself. It's the, it's the number one stock you could have. It is. It is it's, absolutely. It's, it's life changing. If uh, you're feeling more energized, mm. more prepared, more organized, um, I you're think- in that flow state. It's a great idea. You're going to achieve more. People should invest in themselves. It is the number one stock. It is the number one stock. Buy now. Yes. Buy low. Buy, <laughs> buy low. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying, Dan? You, buy you, low. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> your stock's low at the My moment? My stock's low. Buy low. Get in on the, get in on the upswing. <laughs> if, don't sell high. If your stock was um, on the ASX, mm. the code would be BI. Hello. Buy low. Yeah. Buy low. I think there was a buy low. There was a buy low. No, that is good, Tim. Yeah. So that's the tight ass tip. Yeah. We want to save money. You do need to invest in yourself Mm. as well. It's even sort of like coaching your Mm. business. Absolutely. It's it's all those things, you know. I've got a um, a sidebar to this, actually. Um, Love a good sidebar. Speaking of Angie and Kreishas, Angie was talking about there is a um, co-working space somewhere locally yes she told me about this too that has a crèche freaking brilliant what an idea freaking brilliant great idea well i mean we've talked for ages about cats crèche yeah cats we have crèche, but I mean, uh, insurance is prohibitive yeah, yeah exactly and hiring a, a carer yeah exactly it seems like a bit much hassle if i have a kid soon and then someone else has another kid soon then maybe we have enough kids to justify it yeah, you kind of need like enough kids. There's um, like a you need to get like three or four workplaces involved, like outside yeah. of business. But should we just start a daycare? So what, what's the uh, what's the sidebar here? Is that um, just that um, find places with creches? <laughs> Basically, you can do stuff. Basically, give your children to a stranger yeah. to look after them. And so then you do what you want to do. Do whatever the hell yeah. you want to do. If you want to work. You want to go to the gym. You want to have a nice dinner. Oh, it's just so easy. Just, yeah, yeah I'm, you know what. I'm going to do that, actually. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I'm looking forward to get the call up at uh, Tumingara on the weekend that you've got the kid in the crate. Here's my legitimate question, and we have talked about this before. Yeah. Why do golf courses not have a crèche? Uh, it is, that is what? a golden opportunity. What the feck is wrong with golf courses? Because men don't look after children. That's mm. why. Racist. Sexist, sorry. No. But also... They should just have a crash. It's so dumb they don't. Mm. It's so dumb they don't. It's such a good it's idea. Ridiculous. Like, yes, it benefits everybody. I would have to. It's nobody. <laughs> it's no one. Good for the economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, that's probably a good segue. Benefits yeah. everybody, hurts nobody. Let's the go voice to the main referendum. topic today, which yes. is about the voice rendering. We're talk- talking to Trevor, and we're yep. about to do a little intro now anyway. So uh, here we go. Let's do it. Well, we're here for the main topic and we are here with Trevor Satur, who is friend of the podcast, back again for your second visit, Trevor. Yeah. Um, and I just want to give you a little introduction. So you are um, an Alice Springs, born and bred, uh, living in Catherine at the moment. You're an indigenous business owner and consultant focusing on business and community advisory for self-determination and building the economic base. Um you're a Brisbane Lions fan, so commiserations for the, the weekend. Uh, and <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. uh, Trevor, I honestly couldn't think of anyone better to talk to about this topic today that we want to discuss with you. So thank you very much for coming back to the podcast. You're welcome. 
Thanks for having me. <laughs> so we, we had you on, it was probably six months ago now, when, when the referendum was, was sort of first announced, but there'd been no date set. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, either campaign hadn't started. Uh, and, and a lot has transpired and happened since then. We're, by the time this comes out, we're, we're a week away from, from the referendum occurring. So we just thought yeah. it would be great to get your perspective on what's happening since then and, and now with, with only a week left to go before, before we all head to the poll. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. I know, Tim, you, you've got some, some thoughts too. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, like I said, we spoke about six to nine months ago. It feels like mm. a long time ago now. Mm. And there was no... Time goes, yes. Yeah, it's going quick. There was no date locked in. Mm. Uh, we actually, I think at that time, we weren't really even sure if there was going to be a referendum this mm. year. And here yeah. we are, fast forward, uh, we're a week out. How has that time felt to you from just concept phase of uh, a referendum on The Voice to Parliament to now we're a week out? Um, what's that journey felt like for you? Because you live in the Northern Territory, you're on the ground and, and uh, off air, you said you're in the war zone in, in, <laughs> in inverted commas. Like you're, you're living and breathing this. So what's the journey been like? Yeah, I mean, if this thing doesn't happen uh, for people here on the ground, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. Mm. Uh, so so um, look, this, this goes back to actually 2008. I mean, this has been a long time in the coming, and Mm. it was 2008 that our National Social Justice Commissioner um, uh, made a recommendation about building a sustainable representative body, national Mm. representative body. 2008 is also notable uh, under the Howard government for the demise of ATSIC, which was our previous, like, national voice Mm. um, that... That just went with the strike of the pen mm, yeah. um, back in 2008. So this has been a long time in coming. Years, yeah. And actually it started to, um, there was a joint select committee in about 2015. And uh, for a period up until a couple of years ago, uh, there's been a strong bipartisan approach to this in mm. Australia. And what we've been battling with in the last couple of years is um, the demise of that bipartisan approach mm-hmm. and uh, the all of the battering and the obfuscation that, um, you know, the different voices that have come mm. into the mix now and have uh, virtually hijacked the agenda. To the point where even um, the Liberal MP, Julian Lisa, this week is um, sounding the alarm about um, American-style politics that are damaging the country and not good for the country Mm. on this issue because this is an issue, really, it was always couched in terms of uh, being bipartisan, Mm. where our political leaders would stand up and you know, hand over the heart and do what they thought was right for the country overall. Mm, yeah. It was beyond, i.e., party politics. Mm, yeah. uh, that's gone in a big way. And so we've had this um, very um, vicious, I'd say, um, anti-voice campaign, mm, yeah. uh, which is spreading a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, lies and, and mistruths and misinformation 
and that's confusing it i think for people on the ground definitely so, definitely feels that way like, i i do feel mm. there's a lot of people out there who who you know even if just you, you speak to somebody about this and they come up with a, a an idea of something or they mention something you're like where did you hear that from like well, we heard one today we heard one today um someone in our office received a message from someone they know and we're like oh, you should probably stop being yeah. associated with that person but they were saying oh, if this passes then the un can just take control of australia mm. it's like what does that even have to do <laughs> yeah with the simple yeah. yes or no question around yeah, voice to power. Yeah, there's a lot of that conspiracy theory mm. stuff yeah. around. But as we're all aware now, um, that's the nature of politics these days. Yes. How so do you combat that? Like, how, how do you, if, if all that information is uh, spreading around, how, how do you easily, you know, help someone see through um, through those messages? Because they are obviously impacting people. Like, people respond to them. But yeah. how, how do you help them see through that? We uh, talk to them about, um, we double down on, you know, what we value and what we yeah. hmm. believe in. Yeah. And we try to um, not ignore, but shut down some of that other stuff because mm. we really need to focus and concentrate in the here and now mm. of the good things that we're trying to achieve, yeah. like for, for our communities. Mm and shut some of that other stuff down because, quite frankly, it'll do your head in. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it causes a lot of hurt and a lot of trauma. Yeah. I mean, we've got sort of an underground petition going around Catherine. Yeah, right. It's a very small place. There's about 1,200 signatures on that petition, Mm. and there's a Facebook page and some of that, but it is uh, just some outrageous stuff on there. It's crazy, um, yeah. which is hurtful. And it's a shame because to get this change even talked about has meant putting putting difficult issues out there for you and your people, um, you know, First Nations people in Australia. So, um, yeah, it does suck that it's been a hurtful and stressful journey, I'm sure. Um, but how are people, are people supportive, the people that you're seeing on the ground, that you're working with and your communities, are they reacting to the voice in a positive way? Are, are they keen on the voice to parliament? I'll be uh, facilitating a workshop with 10 communities, remote communities in Darwin next week. Yep. Um, and there'll be 120 people there mm. um, from very remote communities. But I would say from my, my sense of things, uh, at least 90, 90% mm. of Indigenous people in the NT uh, rock solid behind the voice. Yeah, and isn't that like, because speaking of muddying the water, we, you know, one of the main arguments you see with the no campaign and, and, you know, all the way up through the biggest politicians we have in the country, uh, their whole argument has been, oh, Indigenous people, especially remote Indigenous people, don't want this. Mm. But that's not what I hear when I speak to people who know it, remote Indigenous it's people. Like putting words in yeah. people's mouths, isn't it, really? Mm. No, yeah, you, yeah, well, that's, yeah. I don't know where that comes from, but that's mm. the sort of stuff that you hear um, bandied about. Mm. And I, I guess people don't know what they don't know. Mm. And for the, for the vast majority of mainstream people who never have anything to do with these issues on a day-to-day basis, mm. uh, they can get swayed by some of that stuff. Mm. Yeah. But the other thing that, that 
when we talk about the general population and our part of the population is only about 3%. Mm-hmm. And so you've got the other 97%. But that consists of millennials. Now, mm. I'm not sure whether millennials are totally attracted to this extreme right sort of agenda. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. And you've got women. And we know that other cultural and ethnic groups are solidly behind us. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. So that's is Islams and, mm. uh, yep. you know, all sorts of ethnic uh, peak bodies have yes. come out uh, in support of the voice. Mm. Yes as have most of the major sporting bodies. Exactly, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, you get like uh, Nathan Cleary coming out after the grand final, Mm. um, you know, advocating for the yes vote. So this is, Mm. see, the the thing about the Uluru statement is that was years in the making. There were like exhaustive uh, consultations on the ground all over Australia, uh, which culminated in Uluru, and what came out of it was basically an invitation for all Australians to walk with us together, mm, like yeah. two stories coming together as one. Mm, yes. And then we would move forward in a sort of a unity ticket. Yes. And, yeah. and why wouldn't we want that? Like, yeah. <laughs> it just seems... Exactly. Yeah. That's, why wouldn't you? Yeah. The, the, the thing about constitutional recognition is it provides a, a bit of a... Um, a buffer or a bulwark against um, over overly interfering bureaucrats or politicians. Mm-hmm. It takes it out of that realm of you know from political cycle to political cycle. Yes, and and funny things happening along the way. Yes, but it puts us on a par with New Zealand, America, Canada, mm. Sweden, Norway, a lot of these other groups that have got you know an indigenous sort of history to them mm. where um, their local Indigenous people feature in their constitution yeah, or, or their founding documents. Mm. Yep. So it just puts us on a par with that. And the thing about the national voice, it was always and still is just an advisory group. Exactly. Yeah. No powers to make laws, no powers to um, exert, you know, political power over any... Sh- any shape of government. And the the other part of that is is that the way that that body works is then also defined by parliament. So if they don't like the yes. way it's working, they can change the way it works, but it still just has to be there. They can, yeah. they can tinker around with it, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when you give advice, uh, you know, uh, they're free to take that advice mm. or not mm. or amend it or change it or suggest mm. improvements. Mm. Yeah, but so. it's important. It's important to have a voice mm. and and um, very and be, important and be heard because it is so easy for, um, like you said, three percent of the population to just be overlooked mm. because the majority of people in parliament mm. don't come yeah. from that three percent of the population yeah. and haven't lived that experience. So, yeah, um, yeah. and so really, like, I want to know from you, Jim. We should tell your uh, listeners that. I actually, I ran my business out of Wyong for the best part of 10 years yeah, on yeah. the ground there. That's where we came together. That's right, yeah. We, we've been together ever since. Yes. So I've got good knowledge of, uh, you know, around the central case there. Exactly. And you've got some great examples there of Aboriginal organisations uh, like Morang, for example, mm. and Dark and Jung Local Aboriginal yep. Land Council who are 
both very uh, business-like organisations. Yes. They're professional, they're capable, mm. um, you know, and they're engaged with all levels of government. Definitely. You know, local government there on the Central Coast, the New South Wales government, and also interfaced with federal government on some things. Yeah. But they're, I mean, you don't hear about them, but they're doing the business. They're doing it, yeah. And yeah. they're getting stuff happening. Yeah. And there are, there are really... Um, Good examples, I think, for um, even other groups around Australia mm. or for mainstream Australia to look at organisations like that and yeah. you can see they're non-threatening. Mm. Exactly. You wouldn't even know they're there yeah. if you didn't know about them. <laughs> exactly right. Two, two things from, from that. I, I was listening to someone on the radio this morning and, um, and, and they – you know, the argument that's often put forward is, well, why do you need uh, a national voice like this when when that doesn't represent each individual community and, mm. and each individual part of, of the country? Um, but the argument against that was, well, this national voice can find examples like these organizations that you're talking about who are doing good things and then help to roll that out to more mm. communities to, to, to make sure it works. It's, yeah. it's about finding those opportunities yeah. as well. It's not just representing everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, you, I think in New South Wales, you if this goes through, they'll end up, I think they'll break it down into about six zones or regions. Mm. Yeah, but right. your, your national voice will be mainly involved with that interface with the federal government, mm. but your like regional and local voices will be mainly interface with local government and the state government mm. yeah. there. Mm. And the other real benefit of... Uh, things is we'll get more consistency and coordination across Australia, you know, when these groups can interface and network with each other mm. in a way that they haven't been able to mm. do up until now, mm. then they'll be able to be, you know, more innovative and creative in taking their agendas and aspirations forward. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it makes complete sure. sense. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. this is, and that's what I kind of want to wanted to talk to you about and I knew we'd come to this conclusion but it's a very it seems like a very complex issue that um, people will be voting on but it, it's not that complex it's not it, complex <laughs> it's never been complex to me I've always had known where I stood on this mm, yeah. and in fact uh, our I was, I was saying earlier to Joel that our pre-polling booth opened here in Catherine the other day and um, mm. I went along and uh, did what I always knew i was going to do and that's that is vote yes yeah absolutely i was always going to vote yes none of this other stuff mm. clouded me mm. um because i sort of if you've got enough context you sort of know what you're dealing with yeah. but mm. you can stick stick to your principles that's it and stick to what you believe in and it, it for me like if the no vote gets up it's like oh well okay but mm. it we still double down and get on with, mm. you know, what we think we're here to do. Yep. And that's make for a, a better community and a better Australia overall. Mm. I, I totally agree. I think that, yeah. Which is inclusive. Yeah, it's an inclusive agenda. It. It's not exclusive. Yeah. It's about all of us together. That's right. Uh, a question, uh, you gave an answer last time you were on, Trevor, about something. I want to know yeah. if, you, if you'll give a similar answer now. So yeah, um, let's just take me and Tim. For, for example, we are non-Indigenous folk. Um, you know, we live here on the Central Coast. Um, yeah. 
the referendum will happen the following day, the day after that referendum, let's just say it's yes, the day after, how does our lives change? <laughs> yeah, good question. Well, it yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I laugh. If, if, no you're, a, if you're a progressive, um, uh, like, um, you know, uh, kindly sort of person, mm. uh, you might feel a sense of euphoria. Yes, yes. A bit of a glow after mm. the event. Yes. But look, I can go back to when I I was CEO of the New South Wales Aboriginal Land Council in Sydney years ago, and I, we were, we were um, a key part of organising the Bicentennial March in uh, Sydney that year, mm-hmm. and that was uh, when Keating made his famous speech. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, uh, I think, one of the uh, most recognised and famous political speeches ever made in this country. And he he nailed it, mm. basically. But when I, in my time at the New South Wales Land Council, I mean, we went through that period, 92, the Mabo mm. Act came into being. Mm. And there was lots of scuttlebutts and rumours about, are they going to yeah. take... It's a land takeover, etc., etc., etc. I do not know one person mm. who Marbo has impacted adversely mm. by yeah, taking right. their land away. That's right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right. And in all this climate of fake news and that, you know, I remember the the vicious, absolutely vicious campaign against Dan Andrews mm. in the lead into that election, mm. and only a week or so out, all of that part of the media and so forth. It was day in, day out. Mm. It was relentless mm. and it was remorseful. Mm. And it was, they were all f- forecasting, you know, he was going to go in a landslide. Mm. That's what all the surveys mm. and so forth were showing. Well, we know what happened. He ended up increasing his margin, I think, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so media. Exactly. There's so much fake news and mm. information out mm. there. So we part of our job is to sort of, um, um shield some of our people from that yes. as i say it can be a head in we've got a lot of issues to do with um healing and trauma yes. in our communities hmm. my partner veronica is just sitting in the next room here she's a project officer for the national healing foundation yeah and that's a big part of the agenda hmm. this sort of stuff that we're going through in the lead into uh this um referendum is um adding more hurt Mm. and trauma mm. on top of what people it have is. already experienced. Definitely. So mm. yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I hope, well, look, I hope that everyone can see this logically and rationally mm. that, um, yes. you know, it's really not that complex. Uh, we have an opportunity no. here to um, give 3% of our population, the Indigenous people, the, the First Nations people of Australia, a chance to have a voice in our parliament. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty simple and uh, yeah. people can make up their minds of what to do, but there's a pretty logical answer there. Yeah, there's that video that came out that Briggs, I don't know if you've seen it, Trevor, Briggs released this video yesterday and basically the whole concept is just Google it it's really not that complex. <laughs> if you just Google it and read the first yes. link that pops up, yes. you'll, you'll be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. I have no problem with that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. No, he's good. Yeah. But that's the invitation for all mm-hmm. Australians. Yes. And yeah. For God's sake and for the sake of the country, mm. uh, walk with us. Mm. I love it. I love, love it, it, Trevor. Wow. 
Well, thanks so much for visiting us again, Trevor. Always great to have you on. And uh, no we really appreciate your insights as well. Hmm. Is that, yeah, no you, you're definitely you're the welcome. best person to speak to about this. So, Thank sure you. Good. Thanks, Trevor. All right. Thank you. What a great chat with Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, uh, he is definitely one of my favorite people to get on the podcast mm. because I love having a different perspective. Yeah, um, and yeah, what what I what I really enjoyed about that chat and and chatting with Trevor was yeah you hear all this talk about what do regional communities want, what do indigenous mm. people in places like Alice Springs and Catherine, and then even more remote and regional places, mm. you know they don't want this or they want this. Well, we just heard from someone who lives in that area, was born there, yeah. speaks to regional communities all the time. On the ground, yeah. On the ground, in that place. Mm. You just heard from the source. You know what they want. 100%. And yeah. I've worked with Trevor for a long time. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to. And uh, he travels all over the country. Mm. So, um, you know, he's Northern Territory born and bred, mm. like we said in the beginning. But he really does have the widest network. Mm. Um in, in his community. So mm. yeah, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty much a no brainer to me. seems like a no brainer to me. I mean, we don't often declare what we're doing politically on the podcast, Tim, but oh, um, it seems clear to me. Vote yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just vote yes. Just vote yes. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be. That should be our slogan. Yeah. Um, Tim, other thing. Do you have another thing this week? Apart uh, from Boy and Bear. Uh, Boy and Bear. And Golf Crashers. Golf Crashers, uh, Red Rising. Still reading that. Um, do you have another thing while I think of one? I've got a new uh, segment idea. Yeah. It's called um, Inventors or Improvers. Oh. And it's okay. when we've come up with an idea, a new invention or an improvement on an existing invention. Oh, can I give you an idea I had this literally this I'd, morning? I'd love it. <laughs> you could. Um, I was laying in bed. Mm. <laughs> it was raining pretty heavily last night. It was, yeah. Uh, and I was like, I'm just not going to put the bins out tonight. I'm going to mm. do it tomorrow morning. Mm. And I was running the gauntlet then. And I've then done this many times. I was in bed. You heard the truck and drive And the truck fast. started driving <laughs> up the street. And I just wished in that moment, mm. it came to me. I was like, someone should have an app that tells you when your truck is coming to collect your bin mm. on the street. Yes. Is that invented or improved? I don't know. I like that idea. I'm not sure, but that's my idea. Or just like give you an alert the day before and then an alert the morning of when it's coming by. That's right. Like just maybe half an hour before. Um, let you know. So you Trying to think of a good name for it. Uh, trash talk. Trash talk. Well, that'd be a good podcast name for Trash it, chat. For, um, trash, trash chat. Trash chat. Um, throw, throw your bin out. Um been on time. Been on time. Been on, t- no, been that's on it. time. That's got it. Been, been on, on time. time. You've oh stumbled on it. That's it. If you just keep talking, eventually you'll come up with something. <laughs> been on time. Been that's on it. Time. Yeah. So look, yeah. If you're an inventor out there, uh, been on time, uh, and you want to improve that, mm. yeah, or even you know, go for it. Just Pat- go launch that thing. Patent pending. Yeah. It turned out the bin. The truck, sorry, mm. uh, was just picking up the uh, rubbish piles. Nah. So I rushed up. I got the bins out for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even come by like nine o'clock. You always run out, bare feet, you're standing on rocks and stuff. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. you know, in that. your Essendon Bombers dressing gown. <laughs> I can see you doing exactly <laughs> that. Uh, that's a good one. Um, my one, um, baby themed, actually. Oh, really? Baby themed. Something I need to know, Dan? Uh, me and a um, uh, friend of the podcast, Homer at Bat. 
yeah. uh, came up with this idea. Yeah, well, well, he's about to be a dad. He's about to be a dad. This idea particularly would work well for a friend of ours who's just about to have two children. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. You know how babies love being driven around? Like some babies, not every baby, but... Yeah, most... Well, they go to sleep. They like the this. movement and the sound. They can, they can really scream yeah. a lot, but mm. then, um, yeah, you can just be so surprised. Like, they just fall yeah. asleep straight away. Like, but what? You always hear the, you know, the story of, oh, yeah, they didn't go to sleep, so we put them in the car, we drove around the block yeah. until they go to sleep. Yeah. That whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, equally true, people were really getting into the F1. Yes, yes right? they are. And, and racing in Sims. Racing Sims. Right? Which, yeah, let's just like break this down in layman mm. terms. That mm. is a screen. A screen. A bucket seat. Yes. And it's sort of like the um, the, the games you used to play in arcades. Yes. That were like exactly. car games. Exactly. So it's got the gear shift. Essentially, it's, a, it's, it's Daytona at home. It's Daytona at home. Yeah. It's got the sound coming behind your head. Loud sounds. Yeah. You've got the proper steering wheel, yeah. the pedals. Yeah. And, and you're driving an F1 car on a track. At right? home. At home. Now, the really fancy Sims, mm. the seat moves a little, rumbles, uh, yeah. turns a bit yeah. as you turn corners. Yeah. That's what, pretty cool. What if you put a baby seat directly behind that chair, attached? It's brilliant. And you get in your Sim and the baby's crying and you start doing, doing laps. It's so brilliant. The chair moves, makes loud noises. It has all the effect of being in a real car. It's so good. Yeah. I, it's, honestly, that's a winner. Yeah. It is a good idea, is, right? And, and um, the uh, car noise is white noise mm. as well. Mm. You would think, oh, that car is going to wake <laughs> the baby up. No, it's white noise. They <laughs> yeah. love it. And there's a little bit of vibration. Yeah. Um, they're going to be off to sleep. There you go. Inventors and improvers. Wow. Look at that. We've just invented two amazing things today. Great ideas. And, and golf crash. Golf crash. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> To the podcast this week. Yeah. Um, In all honesty, though, big referendum coming up. Mm. Um, spread the word. People do need to like get against this like smoke and mirrors that the media is doing. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I, what I truly, truly hope is that this is just another example of the polls not really capturing yeah. what's actually happening to the people out there who don't participate mm. in this that much. Most people are like, yeah, but yes, like I don't really yeah. care. Um, and it's just, ha- you know, the media having to be both sided and bringing on yes. the pe- the no campaign. Yeah. Um, that's just creating more noise, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. And and really, we can all move on mm. together, as Trevor said. Yeah, walk together. Walk together. Love that. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Want to find us, Two Drunk Accountants, on the socials, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com, uh, twodrunkaccountants.com.au, and we will catch you later. <laughs>